Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo, and I'm really excited to be back. I had a, uh, a great time away over the summer for vacation and uh, a lot of joy and a lot of uh, um, renewal, which, you know, doesn't always look like nice and neat. It can look really messy, <laughs> um, but it's a beautiful process. You know, when we restore, <clears throat> when we renew, when we go into, um, you know, shift things up and go into a different mode, which was certainly, you know, the case over the summer with being with family and being out East and, we had an amazing, amazing time. So welcome back. I would love to hear where you're tuning in from, wherever you may be. So welcome. We have Louisa from Montreal, Marie from Scotland. <laughs> so grateful you are doing this. Thank you. Um, I'm here in Durango, Colorado. Someone from Tennessee, other people on Facebook. Hello, British Columbia. <laughs> Thank you, Annika. Sweden. All right. Crane Beach, baby. Hi, Dr. Kim. Rachel from the UK, Vancouver, Colorado, Azure, Janet from Nevada, Christina from Vermont. Cindy, I love the way you flow with your life and share with us. I did share a lot on Instagram while we were away. We had an unbelievable amount of fun. Denmark, Holland. Hello, Melissa. All right, I will let people come uh, continue filtering in. I, uh, I think this is a really special broadcast. We've had a lot of people asking questions in the Embracing Health group and in the mind-body community about getting the injection. And, um, you know, it's it's such a hot topic right now. And I'm, I'm not even going to say the, the word because so much is being censored around what we're allowed to say and what we're allowed to think and what we're allowed to communicate. And... Um, that's just something to look at. And people have had some ideas about the fact that I'm a doctor and I should be saying this or I should be saying that or I shouldn't be saying this. And I, um, you know, I did a special broadcast in the Embracing Health Group on this because I know it's bringing up so much for so many people. Um, and what I really, the one thing I have to say with this before I get into the meat of, you know, what what's really behind that in this broadcast Um we must each decide for ourselves from our knowing, from our truth, what is um, the best thing for our own individual selves. And if something is, a, a, is truly a benefit for us, we can know that. We're not stupid. We're not disconnected. We're not incapable. We're not, not smart enough to study science. Or, or It's not true. If something is truly to our benefit, we can know and if something is not, we can know that as well. So what it comes down to in this, um, I guess, controversial time is, first of all, the duality of that, where some people are saying this and some people are saying that. And there's this really like opposing to quote unquote forces because that both sides of the equation are a lot of people in force emphatically holding their way, their perspective. This is what's right and you're wrong. No, this is what's right and you're wrong. So that's the ultimate example of duality. One has to be right and the other is wrong or vice versa. The other one is right and, and the first one's wrong. 
Um, so it's worth seeing that. It's worth seeing like, whoa, I really am standing strongly in the idea I'm right and other people are wrong. Just witness that because that's value in and of itself. Choosing what's right, what's best for us, choosing what will nurture us is not about right and wrong. It doesn't have to make anybody wrong. But this duality and the the fear that's behind um, both sides of an equation like that is is definitely valuable to see and know. Am I in urgency? Am I in fear? Am I in opposition to someone else or something else or uh, someone who doesn't hold the view that I hold? Because that will never serve you. We've already shown this when decades and decades and decades of studies how much that is a detriment to the physical body. So the question that's really underneath this and underneath everything that's coming up right now is, um, should we be free to choose? Should we be free to think for ourselves? Or is it appropriate for us to be, um, you know, to outsource that, right? I don't know. So I have to ask someone else. And the foundation of that comes from disconnection. If I'm disconnected from my wisdom, from my knowing, I have to outsource my thinking, right? Because what the heck do I know? When we're in the small self, which is like the mind that has learned this is right, this is wrong, this is what we should do, this is what we shouldn't do, um, we have to outsource. It's all coming from outside ourselves. Our entire educational system has been based on this, right? Do as I say, not as I do. Learn this information and then you're going to reiterate it and we're going to give you a star and you're going to be successful. But did you actually grow? Did you actually evolve? Are you more in wisdom than you were before? Are you more of value than you were before? So when we're in that space of like disconnection from self, disconnection from knowing, clarity, wisdom, we don't really see a choice, right? It's like, well, I have to look outside myself. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. And what happens is the thing that disconnects us the most keeps us disconnected from knowing is fear, right? There's like nothing that's going to disconnect us from clarity, certainty, and knowing like fear. Fear actually changes the brain activity, what's happening in your brain and your own thoughts. Fear interrupts your immune system dramatically and suppresses your immune system. Fear um, downgrades your digestive system so you're not absorbing nutrients that you need. You're not converting, the, you're activating the B vitamins in the gut. Like it totally changes your gut microbiome. We have really good science to demonstrate this, that it's a frequency, even down to like your gut microbiome. When we're in fear, we are disconnected from our clarity. So it's really understandable why so many people are saying, tell me what to do, tell me what to do or trying to make others do what they think needs to be done. When we're in fear, we're disconnected from our wisdom. So we can't know, we can't think for ourselves because we don't even know what to think, right? Everything that's happening now is tell me what to think. And like I said, that's why you know we're creating a new system in education right here in Durango um, that helps kids learn to think for themselves, helps them learn to connect with their body and connect with their wisdom so they do learn. But most people have been in a system that's taught them not to do that, that's not fostered that at all and has actually hindered that connection. So of course it makes sense. So have compassion for yourself and for your neighbor with what's coming up right now where people are so in fear and they don't know 
and they don't know what's right. And then it's so confusing because you go out and read studies and these studies say you should get the injection because blah, 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 blah. And then just as well-designed and well-constructed studies in just as prominent medical journals say the opposite. So what are we to do, right? We can't keep outsourcing our thinking. We've got to start connecting in here. What is true for me? What is the best possibility for me? What is the choice that will nurture my life the most? And no one can tell you what that is. And I am certainly not here to say, this one is the one that's going to do that. Or no, it's this one's the one that's going to do that. Because that's just BS. It's just a belief system. It's not actually true. So that's kind of the, the biggest question that's really behind this whole controversy is, do you know and believe we should be free to think for ourselves, which to me means tapping into our knowing, not the brain and the mind and what I read and what someone told me information, but actually connecting. So put your hand on your heart right now and just take a breath. As soon as you relax your shoulders and take a breath, it changes those brain patterns to what's called coherent brain patterns. It changes your gut microbiome and what's happening in the smallest levels of your being. It changes and strengthens your immune system immediately. And it allows you to hear your clarity, which is like the most important part of the equation. So I've shared a lot in the embracing health work. Like that's exactly what the whole thing is about. Why are people healing from MS or chronic pain syndromes or severe autoimmune disease or severe pain syndromes, depression, anxiety, chronic fatigue syndrome, you know, go on and on and on. Why are they healing from those physical diseases? Because every cell is listening to the station you're on. Do, are you connected in your wholeness or are you disconnected and living in fear, looking outside of yourself for the answers, for the solutions, for tell me what to do because you're not in clarity. So should we be free to establish that connection and make our own choices or whoa, no, fear is the way I'm disconnected. I've got to outsource this. I have no idea what I'm doing and we should all go on that path. Like these are the two camps. And you are free to choose. And neither is better or worse, right or wrong. Like if you get judgment out of the equation, you're free to choose camp A or camp B. Now camp A, there's freedom, there's harmony, right? I'm connected with my knowing. I embrace my choice. I choose what's aligned for me. From knowing, not from judgment, thinking, or information. Okay, immediately the body comes into a different alignment. So that's there. Over here, ah, what the heck are you even talking about? You're a crazy person. We need to do it this way, which is the right way, right? Which is the way I think and I've learned and it's information, right? It's judgment. It's fear. Fear we know is detrimental to the health on every level of the body. And we know it's always going to create more discord and chaos. The reason some people may still be in choice B is because we believe that fear is protective. We believe that fear will save us. We believe that fear will help us not make the wrong choice because we're still living in duality and right and wrong. And there's, you know, we can't let that happen. 
But the most important thing is get out of judgment <laughs> for like, I'm over here and I wish everyone else would be over here. Get out of judgment. You're free to choose. You're free to choose. What is it that you choose? So let's look at what we have here. Someone, uh, oh, hello. Gentle Hawk from the Cryon program. Oh, so great to see you. Someone from Alberta. Marie, I realized that the internal struggle I was having was bringing me out of alignment with my inner wisdom. Yep, and that's the case for so many people right now. Azur, I woke up in fear in the morning and I seem to look for fear all the time. I don't think that's right, but I don't know how to stop it. Yeah, so just connect back and breathe. Relax your body, soften your shoulders, acknowledge the fear. You can even tap on the chest a little. I am in so much fear. Breathe in, breathe out right? Acknowledge it. Wow. There's a lot of fear. Appreciate it. Appreciate the depth of it. Wow. There's, it's intense. Appreciate what's there and just tapping on the nervous system. Hello, Cindy, Lake Tapa, Washington, Christine. Sometimes I wish I could share the conviction enthusiasm of, of most of my friends. It would make life so much easier, but my body speaks to me and I want to listen. Yeah. So what about my body speaks to me and I choose to listen, which is even more powerful. And, and I know how you feel because I wished most of my life I could just be like everyone else and accept the world we're shown as it is, like just accept the world <clears throat> at face value and follow suit. But that didn't work for me. Like everything was out of the box. Everything was in my knowing was was. Um, counter to what most people were doing or thinking. So I couldn't buy into the status quo. It just wasn't the fit for me. Now it may, for, for certain people that may be a fit, great. Like no judgment, go in the direction that's a fit for you. This is not about, um, uh, 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 th this is not about like a culture counterculture. <laughs> this is about mm, our nature is love acceptance. If I'm not in acceptance of myself or others, I will have discord and dis-ease, period, the end. So if I believe this thing over here, but I think everyone else is wrong, that's going to create disease for me. So what if I can let myself have my thing and my knowing and not make anyone else wrong for doing it differently? That is true harmony. That is what's shown to create health in the body. And actually, very interestingly, is what creates harmony in relationships and in society. It's wise to listen to our knowing. Hello from beautiful Idaho. Hello, Rebecca from the Netherlands. Christina, thank you for addressing this issue for your authenticity and generosity and sharing with us today. Thank you. Katarina from Sweden. Karen from the Bay Area. Joe from UK, hello, Joe. Heidi from SLC, Utah. Olympia, Washington. All right, here we go. Denmark. Coralie, what do you do when people are trying to force their opinions and it makes your anxiety spiral? This is good. Okay. So we either take our experiences and fight against them, right? No, no, no. You're making me too anxious. Let me get away from you. Or we embrace our triggers. <laughs> this is a practice I engage in every day. My commitment is to live in the highest level of wholeness available to me. 
peace, harmony, I receive what is, I thrive, I live in wholeness. Now, this may sound like an, a little pipe dream and you're like, yeah, I'm whole, but then wait till that person cuts me off in traffic or wait till my mother says that thing she says or wait till my, you know, my kid has that challenge, right? So what's the trigger that brings us out of wholeness? So feel into yourself, like I embrace what is as it is and then feel like, oh, as long as that doesn't happen, as long as I don't lose my job, as long as this one doesn't think, you know, this one still loves me, there's a lot of things that will trigger us and we could have like hundreds or thousands of triggers. But what is a trigger? It's a space within myself where wholeness is conditional, where love is conditional, where joy is conditional. Oh, I love you as long as you don't do that thing. Oh, I feel good as long as that doesn't happen. So then am I actually free? And so what life will do is it will stimulate your triggers so that you can see them and make a new choice. I choose to be whole even if this happens. I choose to be whole even though there's pain. I choose to be whole even though there's I'm feeling fear. Right? Most people don't understand that. They think, I can't feel whole if I feel fear. Hmm. Really? Is that true? They're not opposite, right? In duality, it's all opposite. I either feel good or I feel bad. I either feel wealthy or I feel, you know, lacking. I either feel uh, healthy or I feel sick. It's like we're bouncing around like a ping pong ball. And then all the things we need to do to keep us on the positive side of that equation. Now my life becomes work and like a hamster wheel of, I got to take the right supplements and eat the right thing and do the right meditation or else I'll feel this negativity, which... For me, I don't know how many years back, I realized wasn't actually freedom because now I'm like on the hamster wheel of <laughs> trying to outrun the dragon. And that was a big, big dragon. Like when I would hit the depression or the negativity, it was wicked. If I didn't do my practices or I didn't do my exercise or I didn't, didn't eat the right thing, it was like slammed badness. So I realized like, well, this is not freedom. What is what would actually create freedom? And that, you know, for those of you who know my work, it has put me on a journey to something really unthinkable and really incredible. What would allow my well-being to be unconditional, which is what allows my physical health and vitality to be more unconditional? Hmm. So getting back to the question, when this person comes along and tries to force their opinions on me and it makes my anxiety spiral, what if I invite it? What if I invite it and I say silently say, wow, thank you for showing me where I'm not actually residing in wholeness. Thank you because my commitment is actually to live in wholeness. So thank you for showing me where I'm not because without that trigger, I didn't, I didn't even see that. And not to get too much down into this piece, but the value we bring to the world, not just to our body and whether our own physical body emanates in health and vitality, resilience, or the opposite of that, but whether our world, our life is one of joy and connection and love or the opposite of that is about our personal resonance, right? So if I'm like, I love myself fully, but then I have these little nuggets where I judge the shit out of myself or it's conditional, I'll, I'll, I'll love myself as long as I don't screw it up. I'll love myself as long as I don't lose my job. It's conditional. 
our resonance, even if we don't consciously, we're not aware of any of those things, our resonance affects it. When people stand beside us, they'll feel it. When they look at a picture or they hear us speak, they'll feel it. And it's cool because we have a lot of technology now, like voice technology, sound technology that can pick up the sound frequencies in someone's voice that can tell where they've got these little nuggets of self-hatred, of fear, of shame. So even if you hide it and you like put on the best clothes and you're like, no, I feel so good about myself. It, it can be detected not only by this like amazing technologies we have, it's detected by a system of the person beside you. They may not consciously register it because they may not be connected with their system. But if you're present as like an empath and you're like, whoa, I feel things deeply. I feel things intensely. You notice these things. You go beside someone, you're like, whoa, he says he's doing well today, but doesn't feel like that to me. You have the awareness. Children have this awareness pretty much universally. You know, as long as we don't train it out of them in their upbringing and educational system, they have this awareness. They know. And if we teach them to trust their knowing, they become very wise and empowered and powerful. So when people are trying to force their opinions and it makes your anxiety spiral, for me, I've chosen to invite the triggers. Why do I want to invite the triggers? Because my commitment is to wholeness, not to feeling good conditionally, as long as I stay away from those negative people, right? That's not my commitment because I understand the value of wholeness, the value of authentic um, peace in my body. So I'll invite it. I'll invite when like blah, blah, blah happens. And I'm like, ah, right. And I have this like pain that comes in and I'm like, oh, what about this pain? What is it bringing up for me? Does it bring up um, fear, separation, guilt, shame, grief? I mean, so many of us are walking around with unprocessed grief. And, and I've said it before. I had a friend who lost a cousin like a year ago when she was young. And I, you know, expressed my, my condolences. And she said, oh, I'm just going to stay busy working. Just work, 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 and I'm doing fine. And I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Because that's why, you know, it's like we're trained to suppress our grief. There's no space for it, even when you're going to a funeral. Like, give yourself a little space, at least on this day. But it's like weeks of like, let me overwork so I don't fall into grief. We're so afraid of feeling what we feel. But these triggers will come as a placeholder to show us, no, this is here to come into wholeness too. So for me, I invite it. Oh, no fear. You are a deer, Angela. Yeah. And I, and I definitely like, I invite my fear. There's so much fear, so much fear that comes up. And that's what courage is, is when I let my love be bigger than my fear. It will be, it always will be. Oh, beautiful. Yes. There seems to be a lot of judgment going around right now, Sarah. Hello, Tara from BC. Someone said, I signed up for the V because my kids wanted me to. Had such a huge fear and anxious reaction. I called and canceled. Peace and calm returned. So this is great uh, because honoring yourself will always create peace. And um, if you're in total non-resistance, which, which I think is what you're moving into, there'll be clarity of like, okay, I'll do this. My kids will feel better. It's no sweat off my back. Which, which may be the case, or like, nope, I'm honoring myself. This is what's right for me, and I'm going to let them have the process of their fear. Like, we're not here to save people from their fear. 
Um, but, but I had like a, you know, my mom was for years, you've got to have a mammogram, you've got to have a mammogram. And what happened is she had a friend whose daughter died from breast cancer. And the way she would ask me to do this was just like this overbearing pressure of like, you need to do this for me. So I don't have to totally meet my fear. And it was for years, like, I, I can't save you from that. So I wouldn't give her what she wanted. I couldn't give her what she wanted because what she wanted was like escape. And then it was like a change happened and she, and I could tell she met a deeper level of serenity. And when she asked me, um, it was more of a, a request. Like it would really be nurturing to her. I'd like you to do this. And of course, like, I love you. I'll, I'll tell you whatever you need, you know, whatever. It, it was a different space of giving her that like, mammogram is great like i know i tune into my body so i know cellularly to a very high degree like what's going on i've diagnosed so many things in myself and you know and, and been right on 100 so for me there's different diagnostic modalities i guess you'd say but i did it for her because um it, it was all of a sudden it was available she was in a very different energy with that ask so the point i'm making is this is beautiful and then honor yourself peace and calm returns good trust your knowing. And for someone else, it might be the opposite, but don't be manipulated into like, these people are in so much fear. So I should just do this to get them calm because you're not actually saving them from fear. You're just temporarily allaying their fear. Like they still get just as much fear in their system. They're just not really going to meet it today, <laughs> but it's like, it's better to let them have their experience than to try to save them from it, which doesn't bring anyone into more wholeness. Courtney, may seem the opposite, but all of this is getting us to connect back to our knowing and helping us to practice returning to ourselves. It's meant to do exactly that. I agree a thousand percent that everything that's happening right now, every moment, every second, every controversy, every challenge is an opportunity for us to look at whether we choose wholeness or fear. Do I live from truth or do I live from fear? Every single moment, every breath, how do you receive this one breath right now. Do you soften your body and breathe and witness the fear that's there? Or is it like, I don't have time to breathe. I gotta go do my thing. So you can outrun the fear. Hello, Sharon from Michigan. All right, Jennifer, I have my own piece about my decisions. So when people say terrible things about the people unwilling to get the shot, I just realize that's their fear. Yeah, and their judgment. It's their fear. And what they're listening to. Yeah, because it's usually what we're doing is it's mind to mind. Well, I think this and this should be this and this should be that. Wait, no, what I know is. And then we're doing a mind to mind, which if you just get in your body, not only is there peace and clarity, but there's power. Like, we had a few, um, a couple months ago, my friend Shama Fulham came on to speak about um, what happened with her father who was in so much fear and just badgering her over his choices she was making with her children. And she finally was able to just get him to come into his body. She said, I will listen to you, but let's get in a space where we can hear each other because you can't hear me right now. And you're in such a urgency. I can't hear you. Let's breathe and got him to just come into his body. And he started crying. He's like, I am so scared. She said, I know you're scared. I'm not scared. 
and he bounced out of it. He's like an 80 year old guy and used to be like big meditator. And he all of a sudden said, I used to know this, right? That, that peace creates prosperity, health and abundance. I used to know this. How did you get so smart? And was able to hear her and literally just stop pestering her to do it his way. Um, so Jennifer was saying, she said, I have my own piece about people unwilling, uh, judging other people for not wanting to get the shot. I just realized it's their fear and what they're listening to and the information they're surrounding themselves with. The security and confidence I have in my own knowing and research helps me be okay with what others say. That's beautiful. And for me, it also was like, not just the research I do. And I'm like, well, this study shows that can validate my knowing, which is absolutely helpful. But you've got to connect with it. Like you're connecting with your knowing. You're knowing, you know, this is what's right for me. I'm going to choose what's healthy for me. I'm going to choose what uh, expands my life, my prosperity, my abundance. Trust that. And then great. You have like sources you can tune into that are like, right on sister and will validate what you know but the reality is whatever you believe you're going to find evidence a hundred percent to validate what you believe so if you're in the mind and you're like i believe this you're gonna just it's gonna be justified there is more than enough research covering all of the above to justify your mind and your thoughts and your beliefs so that's why on either side of this equation like you've got to connect with your knowing like this is okay for me. I'm going to do this because there's, you know, information is always going to be this external guru and nothing is actually more intelligent than the wisdom that created you. Sarah, that's exactly what I said to my daughter just a couple of hours ago. We're not here to resolve the fears others have. Mm -hmm. Hafsa said, even if there's no triggers, why my anxiety came I feel so depressed. Please give suggestions to get rid of these. Yeah, there won't always be an apparent trigger. Like someone says this and then you feel the anxiety. The triggers may be more of these like subdued things happening, like the, the, the news you're paying attention to or the conversations you're having or the people who are in your life or just being in a space where that's what's going on in your world, right? Like there is the whole foundation you're sitting in that can be a scary place to be. Like I'm a physical, separate, solid being. I'm not connected. I'm in, you know, I've, I've got my powers outside of me. So the, actually the mind-body solution for anxiety and we're adding depression to that equation. Um, we're going into this a lot where many of us are in a foundation of, I'm, I'm not enough. I'm a separate, solid being. I have my powers outside of me. And that will always create like a, like a, a disharmonic, frequency in the body where the body is like overstimulated and the nervous system is overstimulated and will have a tendency toward anxiety and depression. And when we connect with the breath and find our way back, just connect with the body, right? What do I actually feel here? Give yourself some stimulation of like, you know, in, in Qigong, you, you're, you're giving your body stimulation or just gently touch the body. Your oxytocin levels go up, your brain um, activity harmonizes it shifts it, your ability to connect with what you're feeling and what you're sensing. And then you see like, oh, I'm thinking this right now. Oh, I'm carrying this belief. Oh, I'm worried about that. We usually don't have that awareness when we're disconnected. Uh, Angela, if you have time to feel it. You, oh, Sarah, Angela, you have to feel it to heal it. 
another motto I live by. Sharon, so you just breathe through it, grief, anxiety, anger, et cetera. Um, there's a little more to it than, oh, I'll just breathe through it. It's actually, do I bring compassion to my experience and what I'm sensing? Or do I reject it and I'm just trying to make a change? Hmm. What do you do when you know you don't want to and decided no to V, but you are coerced to V? or you'll lose your rights to study, to have a job, to travel, to even receive healthcare. So everything has to be a choice. Meaning when we go into victim and say, I have to do this. I don't wanna make my kids lunches every day. I'm so tired. I have to get up and I can't sleep and I have to do this. If we're gonna do it, we've gotta get on board. You've gotta choose your choice. It's Cause I had someone say, I can't remember what forum it was, but they're like, you know, I can't sleep at night and then have to get up early in the morning because I have to make the kids lunches and blah, blah, blah. So she's really in this victim state. And I just asked her, would you be, it was in the Embracing Health program, would you be willing to choose your choice? Even though consciously you're like, why would I choose that? Would you be willing to choose your choice? Because you are choosing to get up and make the lunch. And many people could be married to the victim of like, no, I have to, right? And in this case, I have to, otherwise I'll lose my job and I'll have no money and I'll be on the street and et cetera, et cetera, I'll die. And the mind will believe that. It really will buy into what you're telling it and the story of that spiral. And what that entails is there are no other possibilities. There are no other opportunities. This is the only way. And here's the road. And I'm already in the conclusion of it. That alone creates massive stress in the body. So if all you do is say, okay, I don't see another way. So I'm going to choose to do this that will actually be a higher frequency and less destructive than I don't want to do this, but I have to, I have no choice. I'm being forced. That's a great inflammation. That's going to create massive inflammation and stress in your body. So even if you like, I don't like the choice, but let me get on board for my choice. It creates greater harmony. And what happens so, so often is because of that shift in frequency, possibilities come in where you least expected them. Like the person who said, all right, let me just keep the peace. I'll go get the injection and let, let me explore that possibility, right? You're not in resistance. No, I'm not going to do it. They're just, okay, get out of resistance. And then she realized and had the clarity like, nope, that's not for me. I'm going to go in this direction. That clarity really served her. You won't have that if you're in resistance and you're in fight and you're in fear against this thing that you think you have no choice about. So um, there are many people going through this, but when we are in the victim, that will be our experience. I had a, a, a woman I met last night and she was creating this new business and the, the funding was coming in and they're like, well, you've got to have people in this area. It was like 12 people, students, and it's just between you know root X and root Y and this town and that town. And she's like, all right, how is this going to be possible? And like 20 minutes later, got a call from a group in that area. And they're like, we have 15 students. And they were located. She's like, it was in the middle of the spot of what they were asking me to find students in that area to get the funding. And she's like, absolutely, let's do this. And she chooses to be in the space of like, we'll figure it out what's possible. And so she can feel the lightness and let that in. It, I 100% tell you, it changes your experience. Who calls you on the phone? What opportunities come in? But if she had been in like, oh, no, oh no, I'll never make that happen. That's impossible. And I won't get the funding and my life will fall apart. The eminence, the emanation of your body, because we are electromagnetic, 
will actually change your experience. Like that phone call maybe wouldn't have happened. When we can, we are electromagnetic. We can measure that up to eight to 10 feet away from the physical body and feel the resonance a person is in, but it extends out even further than that. So the point I'm saying is when we choose our choice, all right, I don't necessarily like this, but it feels like the path of least resistance. Let me take a step toward that. I'm not saying run and go all the way. Just feel what happens when you get out of resistance. Do opportunities open up? Does clarity come in? Does ease come in? Because then your body will have the resilience for whichever direction you go to integrate your experience. Colleen, I'm so tired of the posts about people who have been vaxxed and I've not. So divisive. The chronic fatigue and fibro are brutal. So that would be a trigger. What if I invite the trigger of where people are in judgment of me, right? Which will point out like, where am I in judgment of myself? Or people, because what's coming up, I think it's like uh, annoyance, um, isolation. It's even, even deeper, where you feel isolated, unsupported. So would you invite that experience that you see a post like, whoa, what actually just happened in my body when I read that? Oh, it's triggering, triggering where I feel isolated where I don't feel supported in the world. And that's gonna be, I guarantee you, the very thing that can heal chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia is connecting with the parts of you that have pinched off and are, are living in isolation and fear. Oh, good, thank you, Sarah. Janet, I don't know what you call it, but I feel what others say, even though I would never have had these thoughts without hearing what others say. I pick up their fear, I think. Yeah, I have the same thing. It's called clear audience. I mean, we all have the ability to sense more deeply into things, whether we practice that and use that and it strengthens dramatically, or we just totally ignore it. And we don't tune into that perception because like most people aren't even really present in their body. You're not going to have that awareness. So it's not as weird as most people think um, to hear and feel and know or see things, uh, you know, awareness. It's, it's actually really, um, it's a normal state of operating, but most people are very disconnected from their body and their functioning system. So I, I hope this was helpful. The thing I wanted to leave you with is, will you choose to set yourself free? Either way, whether you're like, I am in so much fear, I'm not going to let go of control. I'm going to dot the I and cross the T and follow the leader and do what I'm told and follow the rules because I'm going to listen outside myself. Great. Don't make yourself wrong and don't make someone else wrong for doing it differently because it will create more peace for you. Or B, I'm going to follow my knowing, invite the triggers and come more into wholeness. Okay, it's a choice. It does. It's not about whether you get injected or don't, don't get injected. It's about do I believe in the sovereign self or do I not, right? Because either of those choices could happen from sovereignty, either of them. But what's always going to create discord, lack, and chaos is when we make any choice, including either of these choices to inject or not inject from fear, because it will just disconnect us from ourselves more fully. So my invitation for you is just get clear. Will I set myself free? Will I begin to live from truth instead of fear, from my knowing and from actually just beginning to soften and connect within, just like physically soften the body? breathe a little more fully, bring your attention to your body. That's what I mean when I say connect. 
connect a little more fully, set yourself free, choose your choice, bring acceptance for yourself, for what is, because that's what will bring healing and that's what will bring a great expansion on the planet. I love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Uh, I'm at drkimd.com. I'm here live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain. We're back on live starting now. We're back, I'm back from vacation. So um, I will look forward to seeing you here with a inspiring topic every week. <laughs> Lots of love. You can tune in and subscribe on the website at drkimd.com. You can tune in on YouTube and subscribe there. Um, we're also on Instagram. So come in and play with us on Instagram. I've been sharing a lot more personal stuff there. And, um, we are already connected. Knowing that is, uh, is deeply strengthening. Lots of love. Bye. You've been listening to the mind body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo for a special download to assist with integrating this work. Go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.